0: Let's do it live, Brad. What what are we doing live? I'm just not going to look at the questions. Well, you haven't looked at the questions, so I'm going to continue to not look at the questions. You prepared very well for
1: not preparing at all. Not one bit of preparation for this Q&A podcast, have you done?
0: People may not know this. We recorded two podcasts today,
1: and one of them I was very prepared for.
0: This is actually, we're about to record our fourth podcast for the week. (laughs) Yeah. Did you realize that? I mean, for a show that's one podcast a week about a single topic, we maybe 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 we've overstretched ourselves. We've made some questionable
1: choices, but uh, yeah, yeah, I. So, okay. I chose every single one of these questions. This is a 100 percent me filtered Q&A. Well,
0: that's only fair because on the patron episode this month, the or what I think of is the choose your own patron episode. That's right. I chose every single one of the topics.
1: All of the, all of the doors in the in the choose your own adventure episode for patrons said will on them. So, do you
0: think that's choose your own adventure? You think it's like the lady and the plate and and the and the samba problem? Oh my god!
1: But that was the worst one. I like when the book fair came around. I just grabbed that one and threw it right in the trash. Yeah, the
0: lady of the samba problem. It's not a good. good hey, okay. I have a, I have a cold open question for you. All right. When you were a kid and the Scholastic Book Fair came to town, did you have to pay for the books, or did yes. you get the books
1: for free? Oh no, we had yeah, we had to pay for them. We had like a little order form. I think they gave you like a slip that had all the books listed on it, and you like filled it out. If I remember,
0: see, we had. I'm I could be wrong on this, but I think in Northeast Tennessee, and I think this might be due to the largesse of one Dolly Parton, who is a, a, the patron saint of Northeast Tennessee. Uh-huh. So I hear. I believe that we just got one book per child.
1: No huh. matter what. Okay. Could you get more if you wanted? That part is unclear to For me. For money. I mean, one free book is a lot better than we had, which was zero free books. I mean, I think the point was make sure some kids have some books. Yeah. Because she's goal. all
0: about literacy. Do- Dolly
1: Parton seems like a fine human being.
0: I've never I've never had any interaction with her other than as a fan of her work and her and her generosity. And I have been to Dollywood once while she was apparently there, as evidenced by the by the traditional signal.
1: Do you think you think we could get her on the show? I don't I doubt I it. I think she would come tell us about her backup strategies. Like what kind of nasty do you think she's running? I bet
0: I bet she has a guy who does I bet I, actually I bet she has a person who does that for her. Man, if I <laughs> if I could replace my home server with a person. Look, I'm working on it, man. I got to train my daughter to be the IT person. That's the plan. Then I don't have to do this anymore. Sure you want to inflict that on your daughter. Probably not. <laughs> Welcome to Brad and Will Made a Tech Pod. I'm Will. I am Brad. Brad. I'm Brad. I'm Brad. Hi. It's the first episode of the month, which means it is the we're, we're breaking rules here this month. Convention is being smashed here. This is wait. Does this mean that May is a five moon five week month? It's a oh. long. It's a long May.
1: What's well, a thirty day? May month? May starts
0: on a Sunday, right? But it's a thirty day month, so it's a thirty one day month. Is it? 30 days have September, April, June and November. All the rest have 31 except for February which is fucked up. Wait, did I get that backwards? I thought it was May. May is 31. Days in May. I'm looking at a calendar right now. I can assure you unless Windows 11 has added a month a day to the month of May. Wow. Yeah. Apparently I don't I don't know
1: that m- uh, mnemonic as well as I thought. 30 I days have September, April, June and November. Right. Except- for some reason
0: in my mind it was April, May and November. Ah. Uh. No, June, as I said, June is a 30 day one for a long time. My birthday is May 15th. For a long time, I thought that my birthday was the middle of the year because I'm bad at math and I was thinking <laughs> decimals because, you know, it's the fifth month. Ah, yes,
1: the, the approaching
0: summer willstice. Yeah. And then I realized that uh, uh, when I was at an embarrassing age, I was like, oh, neither is my, 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 I am not the middle of the year, nor is May 15th, the middle of I'm off by a month and a half, basically. Uh, yes. So. May
1: 15th, the longest beard of the
0: year. Yes, exactly. Uh, but but yeah, so we're breaking protocol. Uh, we are turning Qs into As on this, the first podcast of the new month instead of the last podcast of the old month.
1: I, I've already forgotten what last week's podcast was. Oh, the play date and the spring cleaning double whammy.
0: It wasn't quite a potpourri. It was a duotone, maybe. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, yeah. Anyway, here we are in the first week with some questions. I'm kind of obsessed with the play date. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how much we can talk about the patron episode for people who don't patronize and aren't going to hear it.
0: There's a question that might be a promise
1: that's an ambiguous level of promise. Yes. The non-binding question slash concept. We're, we're entertaining an ongoing project that might involve a certain twee yellow handheld. And us. Yeah. Building a thing. And yes, learning some new or skills. Or multiple things. Who knows? Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. enough. Yeah. Enough about that perhaps more on that later. For now, questions, questions, emails. Did you even look at the inbox? We have an inbox. You can't say emails if we're not actually even
0: reading the emails. Oh, uh, I only pulled these questions from the discord. (laughs) Hold on. I have the inbox open. I'm going to go and tell you there are a lot of emails in Uh the email box that are like, Hey, yo, you should use unraid. Okay. Noted. Noted. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? uh,
1: any offers of lucrative ad deals?
0: Yeah. We should look at this
1: mailbox more often, Brad. Any how to increase your reach? No. We do
0: We do say that email address out loud on the show still, right? David Tull. Mm-hmm. The email address is techpod at content.town. David Tull writes... As of the submission of this question, the discourse around the new stream Steam Deck seems very positive. This seems weird to me based on what happened to the Steam machine years ago. Am I wrong in thinking that the Steam Deck is going to end up like its forebear due to limitations on upgrading the Steam Deck's components? Or am I jaded on Valve gadgets as someone who brought a, bought a Launch Alienware Alpha and a Steam controller? I still use the former, but not the latter. I, I regret to tell you you're wrong. Why, what Steam? am I Not you, him. He, oh. he asked,
1: He asked. am I wrong about thinking that the steam deck is going to go the way of steam machines which it absolutely will not
0: um i mean eventually it will become out of date and no longer able to run the hard the games that are the current generations that's kind of a cop out
1: isn't it because that's everything everything will age and die eventually <laughs> including the steam deck
0: yeah i th- i think that the valve index kind of wa- and the htc vive and the work that they did in the vr space kind of washed the taint of the steam machines off of them I mean, there's nothing wrong with Steam machines, right? They just didn't catch on. Well, like, they did, they were the problem with them was they ran Linux and they did. there was no infrastructure for running games on Linux at sure. that time. Oh,
1: right. You still had to do native ports back then, right? Like Proton was not really a thing.
0: I mean, WineX was there and Wine was there, yeah. but it didn't work very well. But I mean, like Valve is a major, if not the
1: major contributor to Proton. So like, obviously, they had not done that work at that time.
0: D- Dave's sacrifices... Yes. Paved the way for Proton's growth and acceptance,
1: right? I mean, dude, the fervor around the Steam Deck is such that I am very confident it's going nowhere. Like people on my feed, like say Greg Miller, who don't give a shit about PC games, are out there going like, "Hey, does Rogue Legacy two run on the Steam Deck?" Like everybody wants to play games on the
0: Steam Deck, dude. I look at my Steam Deck page every day to see if I can pre-order. Like that thing, nothing that is going nowhere. My my fear right now is that I'll miss the email because of spam it says, hey, yo, you can order it now. You have three hours, but get to it.
1: Well, uh, I I wish you luck and good fortune. I'm over I'm over here cranking it, which is enough for me. <laughs> All right. We need to read questions.
0: I just did one. That, we did okay. an email.
1: Okay, we need to read more questions. Okay. Thank you for your Fine. contribution.
0: <laughs> I'm um, participating.
1: Let's see. Should I start with a serious one or a dumb one?
0: I mean I just fun, serious fun? one. Dumb, not yeah. like bad, dumb. Silly.
1: Stupid. And Q and A MVP chair batter. Oh, this month. How far do you think you could throw a slice of bread, frisbee style? Oh think, man, do you, do you think plain white bread is more aerodynamically sound than multigrain? I think I think multigrain takes it by a mile, right? Because it's denser and, and and more
0: more cohesive. It's going to retain its shape in midair better. Often, it's not going to flop multi-crain. around multigrain. Well, often a heavy multigrain though is kind of dry Mm. in a way that I think the the torsional stress on it might cause it to fly apart. Okay, that's an angle
1: I had not considered.
0: Yeah, I think a nice moist slice of white bread is going to hold its consistency because, like, it's basically nothing that's held together by crust. Fair. And I think you might even get some aerobie action in there. Like, (laughs) maybe maybe the white part flies out and it's just crust, just a disc of crust flying. We could test this. I realize Wait. the site is we're not at anything we, that we, involves testing anymore. We, we have no venue for testing. I'm sorry. I have a backyard, dude. Okay. I, I, I don't have any counts. white bread though. I guess that counts. Uh, I feel like, I also feel like, like your square or a wheat kind of like, like, I feel like, I feel like you can get some wheat bread that might as nutritionally as devoid of as, as white bread at this point too. That's probably <laughs> your best bet. That's the best of both worlds. You think so? It's moist. It's it's gonna withstand the rotational stress. I don't know, twenty feet. You think twenty feet? Mm, I'd believe it. I might not put money on it, but I would believe it. I bet I could get twenty feet, as long as the crust makes it over the line. Check my Twitter. I'll be. I'll. I'm gonna go check it out after we finish this uh, podcast. That's regulation. Um.
1: All right. Uh, Fishy J. I had their question up, and then I just lost it. Hold on. What's the normal amount of discord servers to be in. I liked they asked what is the normal amount, not a normal amount as if there is one, (laughs) one universally accepted answer. How many discord servers are you in Brad? Uh, I I was going to count earlier, but I'm just going to, most of them are in folders. So it would actually be kind of a giant pain to count them all. Um, I can tell you I'm only active in three and two of them are for jobs. Two of the two of them are Nextlander and the tech pod. And then the other one is a, a one for friends
0: but I'm probably wait, are we in, are we all are we, in, are, are we only active in the same or am I active in all three of your discords I'm not active in the next lander one no as much.
1: you're not and I'm not active in, in spite pals to be fair okay that's uh, true
0: I'm probably in like
1: two dozen if I had to guess like eyeballing my folders here how about you
0: I had to remove some a few months ago because I was at the limit wait there's a limit I it's like two I was 200 I think what in the world are you in <laughs> 200 discords for <laughs> Um, what's the, okay. So I, I'm friends with a lot of streamers and I, for, there was a while there where I was playing a lot of games with different streamers and you always jump into somebody's discord to do that. And it's very rarely your own fair. Um, I back several Patreons. Okay. And those usually come with a discord, whether I participate in it or not. Um, I have some software tools that I use, like bot stuff that I need occasional support with. Um, those are like, m- all of these are muted just to be clear. So I don't get any notifications or even like the little circle. I mean, there's no, um, I was
1: going to ask, there's no reason to leave a discord, right? You just mute it and put it in a folder
0: and forget it exists. Well, when you reach the, when it's the like, line. yo, you have too many yes. discords. You should leave some. That's a reason. Um, now that you can turn off D- the ability to DM people from random discords. Like for a long time, being in a shared server was enough that anybody could DM you. So then bot spammers would join a Discord and spam everybody on the list. Oh, it's not still that way. Did they disable that? Yeah. So if you right click on any server and go to privacy settings, you can check a box that says allow direct messages from server members off. So it's opt in now. It's opt. You you set the setting on your profile for new Discords. You have to turn it off for old Discords. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, I didn't know they had done that. It's a, it's a, the overall, a good it's change. Probably a good change. Yeah. Um, what's the weirdest discord you're on? Oh man. I, I do The most random that's, that's incriminating probably. Oh, come on. Live um, a you're an internet figure. You don't have privacy anymore. I am yeah. on a discord for a conference that I went to like five years ago. Oh, huh. With like 10 people, maybe like a one off. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm on a
1: few of those like, oh, the thing we made to facilitate like an interview for a podcast or something.
0: Yeah, uh, that was before I really I think I th- there there was a period of time when I was making discords as a kind of throwaway without realizing that I could just turn people's access on and off really easily and use the same one for that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I'm on the discord for a virtual only art conference, art hmm. art festival, okay. online only. All right. I'm on a bunch of VR dev Discords from like early in the VR days when it's just a bunch of people bitching about how bad the documentation was. Um I yeah, I don't know. I'm on let's see, I'm on the FreeBSD Discord. They actually have one. Wow. Amazingly. I'm on three different um I'm on a Discord for Live, which is a tool that you can use to See Twitch chat and like PC stuff inside VR, like mounted to the back of your controller so you can check chat and stuff like that when you're doing VR streaming. Oh, wow. That's neat. That's super cool. I'm on the Giant Games Discord. That's not random. That's not an awesome one. I don't know. I'm, I'm on, on Valve uh, Index Developers.
1: I'm on one that I guess is now called Enhance Everything. It used to be known as something like the Game Upscaling Ooh. Discord because I got I got kind of interested in in machine learning driven upscaling for a while and got on there and realized how incredibly technical everything was and, and how hard it was to get good results. And then I muted and yeah,
0: anyway. I'm on a discord for a, uh, uh, a text generation machine learning tool that you can like feed it a source sample and tell it what you want. And then it will generate like a novel length dissertation on the thing that you, that you asked the topic you asked. That was less useful than I was expecting. I'm not going to lie. I could see that. Yeah. I'm on the OBS community Discord. That one's pretty good. Oh, I was on there. That
1: might be a a rare example of a Discord that I left, actually. Wow. (laughs) It was a little chaotic. Shots fired. It was a little chaotic. It was an instant mute. There's a lot going on on the OBS Discord, I can tell you.
0: It's a large user base, and they are vocal. They're they're, they're very agitated (laughs) by and large. You, like, you don't go to the OBS Discord if shit is going well for you with OBS is the no, thing. Definitely like, not. This is, this is the problem with using a Discord only for support. Like, yes. Yeah, I get. Also, I mean, I, I think I've told the story before,
1: right? Of I went on there. I went on there and went and asked my question in the Linux channel because it was much less active than the Windows channel. Oh, boy. And then they did the standard, you know, post your log. Oh, and I, and, I, wow. and I was like, maybe they won't notice. And I posted my log anyway. Did and, they, lo- they noticed. And all I got back was. This is a Windows log. Go post your question in the Windows channel. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I mean, in Did my you defense, think s- about trying
0: to recreate your problem on Linux and submit that yes, log.
1: I should have. I should have just done yes. Yeah.
0: In my defense, the, my question was
1: about wow. like, hey, how is OBS passing these parameters to? FFmpeg, which I know is what's running under the hood here. And I figured like, that's a pretty esoteric question. I bet the Linux people know more about that. You but. had to wait, you had to post your logs for that question. It's just standard. It's like, like whenever you have any like wow. problem, I think that's just their standard response is like, show us your log and then we'll
0: see if we can help you. It's very personal. Yes, it is. I don't like showing anybody my logs. I'm not gonna, I like if I have a technical support problem that ends with me going to a website and saying, hey, post your logs nine ninety nine times out of a hundred, I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go try to figure it out on my own. That's probably the
1: safe approach. Sure. Keep googling. Okay, all right. Speaking of Linux, question from MSC: What would happen if Rob Zachney ran Linux? I don't know, but I want to find out.
0: <laughs> like, like if Rob Zachney was in charge of Linux? No, no, no. I, th- or I think if that Rob I, Zachney
1: switched to Linux. No, no. I, th- I think I think this is a switch to Linux question. I don't know, but I absolutely want to find out. Like, I, I look. I'm desperate to. <laughs> get involved in this scenario now
0: <laughs> rob rob has the rob has the beard to be a kernel maintainer as far as i'm concerned I, I think you're not
1: wrong i think i think yes
0: yes Like he is he is the look of a man who is deep in the weeds on linux oh sure i could see it i i think i because think he's like it would, a system
1: d contributor or something
0: yeah like i don't know i feel like he got real into those into those like programming games that are like programming that's possible. Like TIS one hundred or one of those, right?
1: I haven't, I haven't heard, but I have absorbed uh, through osmosis some of his recent adventures in, in high level audio, home audio. Those speakers are incredible, and 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 his proclivity for mechanical keyboards.
0: So e- I think he is yeah. ready.
1: I should. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't know why. Why did I ask this on here? I have a direct
0: line to Rob, Rob zackney I can I mean, just ask him. If only there was some way to find out. I like. Look, I feel like there's probably a stream Deck you, in his actually, future. Hang on, hang on. Steam Deck, rather. Stop
1: the presses. I don't think Rob Zachney is a Linux user. Why not? I, th- I think he's a BSD user. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> um, I consider that a, a, a high compliment. To be clear, but then again, I'm the kind of person you you're biting. You're, you you looked lost. What is I'm
0: I'm just thinking. I'm thinking about like what his use case. I, like I I know. I, like I know Rob mostly from his work. I like we're, we 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 converse. But like yeah, I, I don't I don't know him super well. Just I, I
1: I do know that he loves to go down deep rabbit holes about technical things. Like which yeah, so do I. I get I, it. Yeah. Though let me just to put my comment in a little more context, I was just last night reading an argument on a forum about ifconfig, the nettools package being deprecated from a lot of modern Linux distros such as Ubuntu.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. And
1: and some BSD fans who were like, I, I have configuring a network adapter hasn't changed in 40 years and neither has ifconfig. Like, why the fuck would they get rid of that? <laughs> like, why, why would they you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's the BSD crowd is like, Hey, it's worked for 40 years. Just leave it
0: alone.
1: <laughs> I just, I just, um, I kind of admire it.
0: Yeah. Like I I can respect that. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. We should, should maybe, I should maybe hit up Rob and see what he thinks.
0: Yeah. We'll follow up next month and, and actually, no, we're probably never going to follow up again. Sorry. in advance. Um,
1: let's see here. Question from Bodysaurus. Boy, this is a cheery one. Oh, boy. With the, effects, with the effects of climate change ramping up, I've been looking at getting solar panels, a built-in generator, and a large water tank with a rain collection ability all installed in my house. Is this a secret Vinnie letter? What are you doing to stave off the encroaching societal disruption due to global climate change in action? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I rent, so nothing uh, proactively yet, but I would hmm. be, I honestly, in all seriousness... I would be lying if every time I thought about moving to a given area, I didn't immediately consider, like, what is the natural disaster uh, likelihood it's both sh- now and as things <laughs> accelerate in this particular area? Yeah, it's
0: shaping our conversations like it, about where we want to move. Like, it's it's a
1: serious actual consideration, right?
0: The, the real TLDR is that the famine will affect us all. Oh, no, sure. Yes, yeah.
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Are this you, is as a, as a, This is
1: a great question. I mean, as a homeowner, are you? I mean, like. I look. We did a whole episode about disaster preparedness. Yeah, I don't no, think. I, I, know, don't think I, I don't think what they're proposing here is is like out of line necessarily. No, I I don't think like it is either. Solar, um, solar panels and the generator like are totally sensible. Like the the rainwater collection is like maybe a little bit next level paranoid for me right now, but, it, but at the same time, like jokes on me in ten years, right?
0: Well the rainwater collection is useful where we live because we get a lot of rain at one time of year and we'd get no rain for 9 months a year. Yes. And if you want to do things like water your garden then a rainwater collection system is not a terrible idea because you it, it lowers the impact of that. The other thing you can do is um like re- recapture gray water out of like your kitchen sink and and use soap that's not going to kill your plant. Use soap instead of detergents so you won't kill the plants. To um, keep it and- keep it
1: viable, you mean? Or Yeah.
0: And you you use that to water, to water, um, you, 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 there's things you, I don't know the process. I haven't looked at the process, but I know that you can, you can do like gray water collection and then use that to, to water your plants, your, your garden and stuff like that. If you, if you treat it lightly. You're talking about the soap you used in the kitchen. I was I was conflating
1: what you were talking about with my, the question I was going to ask, which is if you're collecting water at one time of year and then it's not going to rain again for another nine months, how, yeah. A, A, how long is that supply going to last? And B, how long before it goes too stagnant to, okay, never mind. I mean, you're, I'm you're I,
0: shrugging I, largely. Here's the thing. You're going to have to cover it one yeah. or else it'll all evaporate. Right. So, to, and then beyond that, I don't have any idea. I it's assume just, that you have to put something in it to keep right. it from
1: getting gross. That was my question. That's what yeah. I, where I thought the soap came in was that I thought like it would stagnate too much. No, no,
0: no. I'm talking about like uh, t- taking the runoff water that you use for like dishwashing and right. yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Not the poop water, but all right. the other water. Yes. And That's the exactly amount right. of water waste in that context is pretty substantial. Like th- One of the things that I've seen people advocate is using the gray water runoff from like kitchens and stuff like that to flush toilets and, and things like that. Cause we're already like, we don't need to like the fact that we flush toilets with potable water is kind of, um, a bit wasteful. Uh, it's
1: yeah. Or, you know, excessive probably we're sending not. out the good with the bad. Not exactly necessary. Yeah, I would say, uh, let's see. Question from doomed somehow. Have you ever, been drinking too much and purchased a domain name for literally no reason and with no plans to use it for anything constructive? If so, what became of it?
0: Hey guys, I want to put up a Mastodon instance and uh. I need a domain. What about content.town? You yeah, you that's got, real funny. I'll do that one. You guys, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, we're um, going to Mastodon fuck Twitter. We're going to Mastodon the shit out of this. And that was like four years ago. Yes. Wait, were you actually drinking? All right, look, let's say I was drinking Okay, I've never wow, really content Lightly town? impaired, I would okay. say is the That's, is the mindset. I'd say like you you gotta loosen
1: things up a little bit, right? Like you've gotta lever look. up the mind before you come up with something as as groundbreaking as content.
0: The, yeah, like once we discover once we discovered that you could get cheap domains. I remember after Happy Hours, there was a period of time in the whiskey basement when we would go looking for stupid domain yes, names.
1: Yes, like well, buying stupid domains was like a very uh, long time Jeff and Ryan joke yes. thing. That I I don't know why I did like I always thought it was amusing, but I never actually bought my own until the last two three years.
0: Well, so it used to be kind of expensive. Like there was a period of time when I looked up willsmith.com on network solutions when that was the only place you could buy domain names. Uh-huh. And it was like 70 bucks a year or something like it that's, was a lot of money. Ooh, that's harsh. Yeah. Like I, I've seen
1: some I have one domain that I paid kind of a lot up front for. Yeah. Like very low three figures, but once not a year. Yeah. That's 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 the one time like whoever controls this this domain is controlling the world. Yeah. Right. Is gouging the prices. But once you pay that fee, then the renewal is like 20 bucks a year. And it's not. And I yeah. also have a bunch of domains that I paid absolutely nothing for and continue to pay nothing for that are amazing. Should I say what they are? They're I know not,
0: you got them locked down pretty good. They're not doing anything. OK, let's like have it.
1: None of them are. Hang on. I'm trying to pull up a list here. Uh, none of them are, are hooked up to anything, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, also, I really like my registrar there. Pretty cool. Uh, emm386.com. That's real good, right? Like, be better if it was .sys. You think? I don't know. I mean, look, call me old-fashioned, but there's something about a .com that is the top-level domain of record. Well, I'm just saying the file
0: name was emm386.sys, wasn't it?
1: God, right. I didn't even think about that. I yeah. wish I could get
0: that to you before this podcast. I post. don't think there is a sis. Is there? Is there not? Hang on.
1: .sys, top-level domain uh i think you might be right i think you might be right are you checking as well i'm I'm typing it in right now we
0: sorry we don't currently offer dot systems oh man
1: there's a dot systems but that's not the same thing that's not nope that's not it
0: well hey i'll just have to watch that like a hawk for if that ever gets rolled out
1: yeah put up put your google alerts on today that one if i if and when i get to the point where i have like a personal website and a personal email address Mm -hmm. that's going to be my domain that's gonna be that's a, one. that's a pretty amazing domain. I'm pretty happy with it. I also got vidribbon.com. Vibribbon? Vidribbon. Oh, wow. Vidribbon was a rejected
0: Nextlander name. Mm. Uh, I, I kind of want I want I want electroplankton.com.
1: Mm, that might be tough to come by. I feel like I mean it's a languishing either, title, but either Nintendo has that or somebody else thought of that and went and got it. Actually. It's loading to a white page with nothing. Is it Does that resolve to anything? Oh, man. I'm doing a DNS lookup on the web. What is wrong with me? I've got this terminal right wow. here. Wow. I'm such a bad nerd.
0: I, like- I can get electroplankton.org for $13.99. Ooh. Ooh, that is almost better. Dot orgs are cool. I like a dot org. Um, I, to- I own noodle aficionado.com. Wow, that's a long one. Well, I was I, I I like noodles. I thought it'd be funny to make a site that's as serious as cigar aficionado, but about mm, noodles. Sure, like I you see. got you got spaghetti, you got your linguine, you got your ramen, you got your fa. There's a bazillion different kinds of noodles.
1: Oh, yeah, and also like the, the there are so many different. Um what was the word I'm looking for? Ingredients, I guess. Like the the, yeah. the ingredients that constitute the noodles are so so multifarious you, these days. You could,
0: you could do like, a whole
1: feature spread on buckwheat. It's like it's like USB except food. You know where it's like f- there's a physical form factor and then there's the content of the noodle and those two things are there. You go orthogonal to each other. Look, we,
0: one like day noodle aficionado.com. com. Honestly, I bought that drinking at Ord Camp. I think and when Fair. I was talking to somebody else, I was like, you know what? Should exist noodle aficionado. Fair. And they were like, yes, this is a brilliant idea. And literally, I've not thought about it. And I've been paying for it for like eight years at this point.
1: So we had some chickpea noodles last night. Ooh, how were so they?
0: They're pretty good. Green, I, I guess. Protein. heavy. I've never really met a noodle I don't like. I yeah, think. just about
1: anything that can cohere into noodle form is probably worth eating as a noodle.
0: You know what can get wrecked, though? Zoodles. I don't like Zoodles. them. Oh, really? No. I don't mind a zoodle. They're fine. I'm. I'm just I was just trying to be inflammatory. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a zoodle over a noodle, but yeah, no, it's but, it's like a pale shadow of the of the delight that is a noodle. If you're trying to be
1: healthy, uh, my favorite domain. I don't know if I've said this one before. Mydragula.com.
0: You own mydragula.com. I own mydragula.com. <laughs> Dude, can I confess something about mydragula? Sure. I didn't realize for years, like until maybe the matrix four was announced uh-huh. that the song from the club the oh, yeah. baseline song. It's for the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> I did not realize that that was the Dragula song until maybe dragula. last year.
1: That is absolutely Dracula. I still haven't seen matrix four. It's fine. So I hear I should like, get around to that. It's, it's, it's a I'm tough a, act to follow. I'm of course. Yes. I'm already drawing conclusions about it based on what you're saying right now, which is that like, I, I must have talked about this on some podcast or other. Is it essentially the Terminator Genesis treatment for the Matrix? Which one was Terminator Genesis? It's the one where they they go back to nineteen eighty four, but like like they witness the events of the original Terminator movie externally, like as third parties, and then nope, interfere with that. them. Not that. Nope. Interesting.
0: Okay. It's better than that. Okay, that's good. Like right. like I was not displeased by it, but I also haven't. Like, do you remember when the Matrix came out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever oh, yeah. DVD and you were like, you D- D- know, watch this. You watched it like 15 times. Oh my,
1: it was the premiere
0: demo Blu-ray like once. Uh,
1: uh, i here we go. Sorry, DVD, it's DVD. It was the premiere like DVD yeah. to demo your new DVD player. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is at home.
0: But also, like I was watching it and like deconstructing scenes and seeing where they foreshadowed stuff and like just taking apart every single part of that movie to because to, I wanted to understand how it, why it worked so well. And uh, no compunction to do that with the fourth one, but it was fine. Okay. Okay. Good to know. It's not thought provoking. It's just a fine. It's a, Mm. it is an okay. Matrix It is better than the other two matrix sequels.
1: Okay. That's perhaps not a hard achievement to attain, but you know,
0: you know what I stand by the statement that I have said for a long time, which is. The second and third Matrix movies where it cut into one movie would be a fantastic film. I think I could see that. Sure. Like there, there is, there are some really good action set pieces. There's a good story. There's just a bunch of nonsense filler and bullshit in those movies yeah. to make them four hours that may, made them hard to watch. There's,
1: there's some incredibly memorable stuff in the second one. I remember basically nothing of the third one.
0: The third one all happens in the real world. And it turns out nobody right. really gives a shit okay. about the real world.
1: Right. Yes. That's yes. No wonder it does, I don't remember it.
0: It does have the world's least thoughtfully designed mecha where you put the soft meaty bits out front <laughs> where the where the stabby murder machines can get yes. to them easier. It looks cool though. They do look cool. Uh Question from Doc Paradox. Which would you
1: rather have? Uh, this is a slightly wordy question, but I think you'll you'll follow. Which would you rather have as many vehicles as possible using something other than fossil fuels, such as hydrogen, electric, et cetera, or useful alternative transit methods such as trains, buses, bike paths and walking, et cetera? Mm. Is this a why not both situation? Uh, related, have you watched City Beautiful or not just bikes on YouTube? Both of those channels have opened my eyes to how the suburban sprawl in America sucks. The question the question is just, would you, would you rather have... As weighed more cars out there, not burning uh, gas, or would you rather have way more public transit essentially and human powered transit?
0: I don't think that most of America is built in a way that yes. way more vehicles, not burning gas. Those those are, those are kind of
1: solutions for different geographical areas, right?
0: Yeah. Like, like you have
1: to have cars in, in big parts of this country, at least, unfortunately, it's, it's less of a problem in countries with a lot
0: less uh, territory. Well, it's it's interesting though cuz like I I had a conversation with my mom who grew up in DC in Washington DC um a long time ago like 15 years ago now and my grandmother which she was still alive uh, about what it was like in the 40s and 50s before the suburbs really like the, the suburbs were a post-war inventa- invention in the US right. for the most part. And um it gets it's fascinating because like you didn't have you wouldn't have had an hour long commute. In 1950, because the cars weren't reliable enough to do that every day, the trains didn't exist. So, so you lived close. You you chose, and with one person working in the household, you generally chose to live close to where your job was, or you looked for jobs close to where you where you lived. Um, and yeah, like you should. I, I would advise anybody who has the option to talk to their parents or grandparents if they're still around about this and 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 hear stories about what it was like before in the before times. Right. Um, <clears throat> I, I going, I've been going to town at, was going to town was like a once a week affair. Well, if you lived in a rural place. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Um, I would love to hear, I would love to hear people's stories that they get from this. Like if you talk to your folks or your grandparents. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea. Um, I'm really, so we have an electric car. I, I am smitten with the electric car. We took it to Tahoe last month or last, yeah, last month. Now it's, it's, it's great every highly recommended it's not for everyone if you drive 200 miles a day it's probably not going to be fantastic for you but um it works really well for us i i'm super interested in electric bikes uh, especially like electric cargo bikes or e-bikes that are assistive with like you you can get an e-bike now for a fairly reasonable price that has like a 40 or 50 mile range so that you can carry 50 or hundred pounds of cargo on it. So you can go to the grocery store, load up wow. the cargo rack and saddlebags and like do your grocery shopping on the bicycle. Man, that's kind of appealing. Yeah. And like, like it, that would in a, as somebody who lived in a city that has bad public transit for a long time. Uh, cause like San Francisco's buses, like the way, if you're served by the train, you have a wildly different public transit experience. than if you're served by the buses and yes, like it's- yeah. Speaking of someone who used to live on the end line, yeah,
1: and now only lives on bus lines, you are extremely right,
0: Gina. Gina, my my partner used to work at uh, UCSF Med, one of the campuses, the one up on California at um at Masonic, which is like, I don't know, it's kind of like the northwest quadrant of the city. She would lived three miles, I think, from our apartment by uh, by air. It was like a four and a half mile drive because of the way the city grid works. Uh, And the bus ride was almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So she literally could start out and not jog, walk back from that that office to our apartment if the weather was cooperative and arrive 10, 15 minutes before the bus (laughs) got there. Walking. I
1: I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. It's not- An e-bike sounds
0: amazing in that context.
1: Sure. Yes. It's not perfect. My, my utopian pie in the sky, all things being equal answer to this is I'd love mass transit, like more, like as, as, as troublesome as the bus can be, as you're describing, like a perfect implementation of more trains and buses and bikes and stuff. Like I love not driving. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're in a rural area, this is just flat out, not an option. But if you're in a dense urban area, like I love not having to have a car. I love walking to things. Mm hmm. I love like just hopping on like a nice train and riding 20 minutes and getting somewhere, you know, I, I, I love like, and I, but I also love libraries, you know, like I, I love, I just kind of love the idea of like the urban common good. And I really wish that there were more communities built around that idea and funded appropriately. But you yeah,
0: I, I, I think bikes, I also think there's a safety thing with bikes because I, I think I, bikes are like riding in San Francisco, riding a bike in San Francisco is terrifying. Well, my,
1: you tell me, but my impression is that that's really just due to the intermingling of bikes and cars. Like if yeah. there
0: were no cars around, it would probably not be that big of a deal. Look, if there were no cars around, the buses would be more reliable and faster. Fair. If there were no cars around, <laughs> the bikes would be safer. The pedestrians would be safer. Yeah, they'd be running a lot more train. They'd be right. building more train lines. It, yes, it, right. look, yeah. Adding more public transit without dealing with the car situation is kind of like trying to solve the gun violence in school's problem by making kids wear clear backpacks.
1: Yes. No, I, I mean, there's a reason I called it utopian. Yeah. But anyway, trains, trains are cool. Bikes are cool. Walking trains. I like, is trains. Cool. I like I, man, i just nothing I love more than just walking to the grocery store and then walking to the library and then walking home.
0: Honestly, I really enjoyed even riding that stupid electric unicycle that I tested out when I was at Tested. Electric unicycle. It was like a self-balancing electric unicycle. So it's basically huh. like a segue like by only, only one wheel. Interesting. Um, and it was like it was it was very satisfying. Felt was it, it was fun. Was it foolproof? Did you ever fall oh, off? Oh, you could totally eat shit on that <laughs> thing like crazy. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yikes. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. Uh man. Okay, here we go. Fishy J is the MVP this month with two questions read. Wow. Rectangle desk or L shaped desk. If L shaped desk, where would you place your screens? Uh, never in the corner. Yes, I do oh, Yeah, I, 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 hate sitting in the bend of an L shaped desk. I can't stand that. That's what, that was the standard at like CNET and, and CBS in that building. Future did the same thing. I, I literally ripped the connector off of the joint there and threw it on the trash, but I, I moved my monitor. So it was sitting perpendicular with a desk surface because I cannot stand sitting in those, in those nooks. No,
0: it's all you. you end up with a way like your neck is always jacked up and your arms are never at the right height. Um, I, I'm a straight desk. I had an opportunity to get an L desk and I just went with a straight desk. Really? Yeah.
1: Interesting. I so I only have room for one desk. I would love to have an L. Like I have to I,
0: minimize surface area or else I tend to pile. Yeah, you do have that issue. Yeah, I, have a, I have a, uh, in fact, actually I'm looking around right now and like this weekend is a, is a desk cleaning weekend oh, for me. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm
1: obsessively tidy about my desk, so I would love to. Well, la da. I mean, it would be great to have like a TV in here for game capture type stuff, but I uh, like but I, I would not have one L-shaped desk though. Like that seems too unwieldy or cumbersome. I would just have two straight desks that you could arrange into an L mm-hmm. of your of your choosing.
0: That's what I, I would do. My dream is to have a couch and a TV in here at some point. Man, that's like full-on office,
1: like Mad Men style, having a couch in there. Once you get a little decanter while you're at it.
0: Well, look, I'm not asking for a, a booze cart. I'm just saying like it would be nice to be able to like. I often have to do work that involves reading or like lean back work oh, that sure. I don't have to do in a, in an office yeah. chair. Yes, that
1: that makes sense. I change change a venue. Uh, I think a lot. So my desk, I'm not going to say how old my desk is, but it's very old. I got rid of a 22 year old desk. The okay, other day. it's 24 year old desk. It's not nearly that old. I know I've said this on many podcasts. This this desk came from Double Fine. Really? In the Psychonauts One era, they were still working on Psychonauts One when wow. I obtained this desk from Double Fine. <laughs> Does it have um, like, is it, is it, is it, is it Tim's desk? I don't, I'd highly, I, I would okay. guess that Tim rated a better desk than this, but I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's one of the things I like about like San Francisco slash Bay Area companies is like, you don't have a lot of executive desks. Oh, actually, most companies. Yeah. Also at that time, their office was a
1: parking garage. Like literal part, like they literally, if I remember, they were actually set up with a bunch of desks in a parking garage, like
0: open to the elements. Uh,
1: I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember. That's it.
0: I never heard that. That's crazy. That was,
1: it was long enough ago that the memory is getting a little fuzzy, but okay.
0: Anyway, um, possibly apocryphal
1: double fine stories. What what was, were here when, for? I, when I, when I move, this desk is not coming with me, but I was going to say like, I think a fair amount about what kind of desks I would get. Yeah. And I just keep coming back to the, I want to know if this is too cliched, like the straight up Ikea butcher block countertop with adjustable legs. Is so there anything,
0: is there anything wrong with that? Like, like, uh, you mean like a sit stand?
1: Uh, no, this would probably just be sitting only. I mean, you would need like motorized whatever to, I guess you could, you could, yeah, there are like aftermarket, um, you can like, just buy six, the six, Ikea legs in like, the top six, separately, put whatever you top you want on them. If, if you're going that route. Right. Uh, I'm just, maybe, maybe you're not familiar with these. Like they're, they're all over Reddit. You know, if you look at like the battle yeah, stations, no, subreddit, like I just, I just, I don't know if that's too cliche or not, but it's just so it's simple and clean looking.
0: So I just replaced the desk my desk and full disclosure I do for as my stream stuff I have a um a relationship with uh steelcase makers of fine chairs and desks and they were like hey do you want a standing desk and I said yes I would like a standing desk um for, honestly because I was looking for standing like I was I happened to be looking for new desks at the time And I wanted something that sit stand because I I, between like day job and podcast and streaming and all the playing video games when I want to play video games. I'm sometimes in here for an obscene number of hours every day. Sure. And I wanted to be able to stand some. And it is if you spend in a world where we're working from home and like there's no time to go sit in the car and drive someplace else or walk on our commute or something like that. It is awesome to stand up. I've been standing up for the last two podcasts we recorded and it's been very good for me. I can see that. The Rich Gallup. Yeah, but I also like to sit too is the thing. Fair. Like, like, I don't want to stand the whole time. He only stood. Yeah, that's, 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 I mean, look, Rich is a, is a skinnier man than me. So. Okay. A couple more questions here. Let's turn them into A's. Question from Seabird Song.
1: This is a weird one. I have a USB-C LG monitor. And when I use it with my MacBook Pro, a device called LG Monitor Controls appears in the Network Preferences pane. Okay. Once selected, it presents the options you'd expect to see for a dial-up modem. Do you have any idea why this would be the case? Additionally, is there a way I can make a phone call into my monitor and, I don't know,
0: adjust the brightness or something? It's probably a serial connection across that DisplayPort, the, the, the USB-C bus, right? I get. I I was baffled by this. i
1: I would accept that as an answer. Sure, that sounds plausible.
0: I don't have any idea. Uh, Had I done my homework and read this in advance, I probably could have looked it up and found out.
1: Is that is that the the, the protocol you think DisplayPort is probably what's going over USB-C these days? Well, I don't know actually. No, I don't know what the display di- no. standard
0: is. Because on a Mac, it's if it's USB-C, it's, it could be thun, light Thunderbolt. Is it Thunderbolt
1: could, a display standard though? Like,
0: Thunderbolt can be a display standard, but I okay. think at that point, it's just a container display port right like it, it, it's it's like it's like a it's like a pipe it's a the it's hardware layer for the software spec i can't right. I, some of that stuff's weird because sometimes like i have a lg monitor that has a thunderbolt uh port that you get different resolution options when you plug it in on thunderbolt than you do if you plug it in with display port interesting uh, because the the bit rate that's available on the thunderbolt was lower than what the display port could handle on sure. the thunderbolt one how how old is Thunderbolt? At least probably fifteen
1: years at this point, right? Ten or twelve. Like probably. I think my my the MacBook Pro I bought in two thousand eight had it. That was quite a while ago.
0: I know it would have been the first aluminum unibody. Yeah, that's what it was. was. That's what it was. Oh it yeah, was that first. was two thousand eight. I was still at Maximum yes. PC. Yes, that was the year I started at Whiskey and I bought yeah. the MacBook. I I don't even. They offered to buy me a laptop, and I was like, "No, oh, I'll buy one myself." But I, at I'm that not point, sure the, why I did that? At that point, the Thunderbolt was over DisplayPort. Thunderbolt over USB-C would have been, would have been display oh, oh, port am yeah, sorry. Or th- or Thunderbolt two or three. I, I didn't, I didn't think to specify. I yes, I meant
1: the physical Thunderbolt connector, not the, not the, the USB-C, the standard, yeah. the digital protocol over USB-C. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is I just found out last night, quite literally reading about it, that Thunderbolt is essentially just PCI Express over a connector. Oh yeah. Over, it's, over it's, a like a, it's like, I a didn't, know, I didn't know it was PCI literally, Express. right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know it was quite literally just PCI Express. Uh huh. Over over a cable, that's wild.
0: There's usually a bridge
1: on the chipset,
0: so oh, there's sure, some some sure. extra latency or something. Yeah. But yeah,
1: I, I found that out in the course of reading about M.2, which I you know is is PCI Express over a socket basically.
0: Well, for a while it was just SATA though
1: too, or or it can be both, right? Yeah, or well, USB actually. Like it'll also interface oh, I didn't with know
0: that. Yeah, it can it can be SATA PCIe and USB. Well, so the weird thing. The weird thing about, yeah, M2 is just a physical form factor. Right. It's like a PCI Express card. Yeah. Um, the the weird thing about all the Thunderbolt stuff is it seemed like it was a good idea to have direct access to the PCI Express lanes. And then, uh, and I think my, my assumption is that when that stuff was all coming up, we assumed that we would have access to lots more PCI Express lanes in the future. And then Intel decided they were just going to gate the number. They were going to use PCI Express lanes as a way to differentiate server and desktop processors. And so we've had the same number of PCI Express lanes available to us unless you buy really ridiculously overpriced CPUs for a long yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, that's which is probably the thing that's going to drive me to AMD for my next machine. Anyway, anyway I, I would,
1: that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Lightning round, a couple more real quick. Okay. Simply Bagel, would you buy a
0: refurbished hard drive? No, no, absolutely not. No way. I, th- I, I literally, like if I have a hard drive that has... That is around for more than three years. I start to get antsy and feel like I need to replace yeah. it because it's going to die.
1: Yes. New hard drives are too mechanically unreliable. Yep. That's would a big never, note for me, dog. Never risk it on a used one. Gauge 006. You can have an unlimited gift card to one eatery in your city, but you can never eat anywhere else for the rest of your life. Where are you going? Cheesecake factory. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. They have the huh. biggest menu I've ever seen. I, you're right. Actually, the, now that you mention it, the variety there, actually, like, wow, I really screwed up. In my mind, I was going to say Taqueria Cancun.
0: Oh, that, that, look, that's a good choice, too.
1: Yeah, but then you're only eating burritos for the entire rest of your life. Which like, They have tacos, too. I know. They have tostadas.
0: You're right. You could probably, like, if you're in there every day, three times a day, you can probably get a quesadilla, even if you ask nicely. Can't go from, like, steak to macaroni and cheese to, like, lava cake to... Yeah. You know... I mean, I, I wonder, think she's maybe Max's Opera Cafe, but I think I'd probably die in like four years if I ate Max's Opera Cafe every day. Sure. Man, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Not the worst answer. My initial thought, my initial thought was House of Prime Rib, but then I was like, mm. man, they only have three things on the menu and yeah, also they're, they're
1: only open for dinner. Um, they're three pretty good things, though.
0: They're three. They're the same three things. They're very good, though. They are. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't think of anything better than Cheesecake Factory, though. I'll accept it. Okay.
1: Uh, Last email. This is not an email. It's from Discord. From Visualizer. Techbodycontent.town. What's it like to have a Discord full of nerds talking and making memes about you? I'm trying to imagine if I had a fish tank or ant colony, but every time I peered into it, they were building little statues of me. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know how I'd feel about that. Oh, no. It's like that episode of Futurama. I was going to ask. So this is also that same concept is also a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror vignette. Yes. Yeah, with Lisa in the tooth, right? Yes. Is that spoofing something that has to be spoofing some old, some like '50s horror thing? Is or it something, a right? Twilight
0: Zone or something maybe? Or, it, it, or that's, uh, that would um, be my first Outer guess. Limits,
1: maybe an Outer Limits or something along those lines. I've always wondered what, what's the, the Bender episode? Bender, the, the petri dish full of tiny beings worshipping you as a god thing.
0: I'm I'm gonna look.
1: I'm going uh, gonna up on Futurama. I didn't know they they had done something similar.
0: You hadn't seen it on Futurama. I've seen some Futurama, but not that episode. Oh, God. Futurama is great. So that's the one. It's called Godfellas. Uh, Bender gets. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good name. Here's here's the here's the here's the best joke in this episode. Eh, Maybe not. Uh, Bender, the the Planet Express ship is going at the speed of light and Bender gets shot forward out of it. Therefore, he's going faster than his relative speed is at speed of light. Mm-hmm. But he's going at a different frame. He's yes. in a different frame than the planet expressive. So they have no chance of ever catching him. Got it. And uh, a civilization evolves on his ass over thousands of years. <laughs> huh. you time um, dilation is over.
1: Eh, look, something, probably, something, I don't know. Something Eventually, something?
0: God okay. becomes involved. Yeah. Uh, okay. Godfellas reference.
1: I could probably also look up that Simpson thing.
0: Uh, yeah, that's like Horror six or something.
1: Uh, a little maybe like 910, uh, something like that.
0: Ah, uh, it's an asteroid collides with him as he's running through, as he's flying through space, and then the the small civilization appears on his on his on his shiny metal ass. Got it. Uh, that's a reference to panspermia, the idea that life can spread across vast distances of space by hitching a ride on space debris. Um. We're not talking. This is a podcast. We have to keep talking. It's no, 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 no. It's uh, okay. So, man, the there's a, the Futurama fandom wiki has a trivia slash references page that's really good, and mm-hmm. it says Bender's godlike influence upon the diminutive Shrimpkins, the species on his shiny metal ass, is expanded to include more serious implications in Microcosmic God by Theodore Sturgeon and the Twilight episode. Twilight Zone episode, The Little People. The Tiny Creatures in Alan Dean Foster's short story, Gift of a Useless Man, depend on the main character in a way that is similar to the Shrimpkins building the civilization on Bender. And the God Entity appears almost identical to the God Entity portrayed in Stanislaw Lem's Voyages of Professor Tarantoga screenplay. I'm going to go to the Little People summary and see what it is. It's episode 93 of the CBS television anthology series, The Twilight Zone, according to Wikipedia. Okay. And... It's about uh, an astronaut and his co and his captain uh, and his malcontent co-pilot who land on an alien planet to repair their ship. And uh, they scout out the thing and they find little people that are no bigger than ants. Basically. I can confirm uh, the
1: Simpsons thing I was talking about. It's called the Genesis tub. from Treehouse of Horror 7, also a reference or a parody of the Twilight Zone episode, The Little People. There you go. Clearly, surprisingly.
0: That landed for Matt Groening at some point in the past, or... Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Wait. He just ripped off his own parody. Look, man, if you can't parody yourself, who can you parody? Okay, that's fair. All right. That probably doesn't answer that question at all, but that's what we got. I believe Uh, that Claude Atkins played the can-do space captain and Peter Craig... Uh, sorry Joe Maros played the malcontent co-pilot who convinced the little people to make a statue in his uh, uh of him. Man, I got so excited
1: that uh, all of the Twilight Zone is on Paramount Plus. Ooh, have we talked about this? No. Most of the run of the series in my experience at about the halfway point of each episode, yeah. The audio goes wildly out of sync by like 10 <gasps> seconds. It's when that specifically when it cuts to what would have been a commercial. Oh, that's And sucks. comes back and then the audio is like unwatchable and it's been that way for months. And I've really wanted to watch some twilight zone and I can't, and
0: they haven't fixed it. Is there a report, a problem with this thing? Cause yes, um, it's a, well, I,
1: there, I don't know about it in the app. I haven't checked to see, but like it's, it's all over like Reddit. It's not, it's I, I've confirmed it is a widespread problem. It is like,
0: you, you know, I, but like um on some of the, I want to say AMC or one of the, um, it's not criterion because they actually pay attention to shit, but one of the services that I Bravo or somebody had a, Hey, is there a problem with this? You can hit, hit a question mark and okay. it will help you fix it. Like if it, it doesn't help you fix it, but it reports it to them. So then they fix I should it. check for that. I should yeah. check for that because, you know, paramount large company.
1: I'm like, how is this possible in this major commercial service? You have launched a former employer. If only you do
0: someone there. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, that was a good question for which we did not have a satisfactory answer. What was the question again? What is it like
1: having a discord full of people making memes about you?
0: Oh, it's weird. I don't ever go in the darkness because I find it scary and threatening. It's weird, but not in a bad way. I just don't like I don't I don't want to be faced with my own nonsense. Yeah. If you don't enjoy being the center of attention, don't go into this line of work. Let me tell you from experience. The problem I think both of us have is that we have well-developed senses of shame. Yes. And like it's really a. Like just to be clear, I, I, I don't know if I should say this out loud, but like Too somebody late. asked me the other day if I had any regrets about the way I've run my career over the last twenty years, I was like, you know, if I'm being honest, it would have been a lot easier if I decided instead of trying to make smart content for people who are smart and and interesting, if I just made stuff that was you know least common denominator for chuds. My life mm-hmm. would have been a lot easier, and I'd have made a lot more money. You'd probably be retired, but. But on the other hand, I have a very fulfilling life and I reach a lot of people whose, whose influence comes back to me and fulfills me in a way that is the chuds could not. So thank you for not being chuds tech pod listeners. Yeah. It's a, it's a victory
1: of the soul, if not of the wallet. Yeah. That's it for questions. I think that's the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, oh. there are more, I could ask more.
0: You might have to ask more for, ask me one more, ask one more. Cause I have a, uh, I have to open up the the thing about the people oh and what we think. It's also from Gauge 06. If you're not supposed to put cotton swabs in
1: your ears, how do you clean your ears? Hydrogen peroxide. Wait. Like just pour it in
0: there? Yeah. It's, really? Plop plop fizz fizz. Is that safe? I don't know. I've been doing it for 46 years. Mm. What? No comment. <laughs> uh go to the doctor. Get them to clean it. Mm. Is the probably I, the actual answer. But hydrogen peroxide's I, fine. I didn't know you weren't supposed to put cotton swabs in. What, really? Yeah. The ad had the guy with the be- the even, shoulder problem who could jam his elbow. He's still, don't put anything in your ears smaller gently, than your elbow. Even gently and like not too far in. Look, man, how like, do you know how what's too far in until I mean, it's too late?
1: Like, like you, you don't want to like, like come up against your eardrum or anything, but.
0: Well, the, the real problem is that the skin on the inside of your ear canal is real, real thin and it's easy to tear it and go straight sure. to bone. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. No, I don't do it often. Yeah. Jesus, man. Uh, This is the part of the show, Brad, mm-hmm. where we tell people how to reach out to us and send us more questions, which we will turn into answers. The email address, which we check with religious, religiously is For techpod her. at content.town. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're in the the Patreon Discord, the discord for patrons you can go to the question seeking answers channel and post your question there it will go into the void and we will read it at some point in the future and may or may not turn it into an a yes
1: warbird don't wait for the m2 macbook pro it's not coming anytime soon just buy a laptop
0: also when
1: i am telling you don't wait just go ahead and buy you know it's safe to buy
0: also i don't care about lane kiffin at all i'm just gonna put that out there
1: there is so much college football garbage in here
0: no feelings whatsoever <laughs> Uh, Brad, this is the part of the show where we thank our patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you. Uh, as always, if you would like to join the your the support of the 100% listener supported podcast, Brad and Will made a tech pod, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash tech pod. Again, that's patreon.com slash tech pod, where for as little as two bucks a month, you can gain access to the fabulous tech pod discord, which is filled with beautiful nerds. Uh just like Warbird and and uh C I can't remember another name right now. I'm bl- I'm blanking. Fishy J. Fishy J, thank you. Cake batter. Cake batter. I knew there was a C one in there. Heroes of the QA. Uh but a very special thank you to our executive producer tier patrons, including Paddle Creek Games, makers of fractured veil, vale, Andrew Slosky, Bunny Thorpe Tech Pod Crimes. This is getting out of control. Meta name change wedge. <laughs> Jacob Chapel, it's spreading, Brad. Oh, this is great. Jacob Chapel, Joel Krauska, A Murder of Twinkies, David Allen, and James Kamek. Thank you all so so much. We really appreciate your support. Yes. yes, we do. Um thinking about maybe adding a new benefit to the uh tech pod patron tiers. Oh. Yes. I signed up uh for a Mastodon server the other mm. day when certain news events happened. And uh, the the turn in public opinion about that
1: thing, like I feel like every third, every third person now is predicting it's going to fall through. And I don't know
0: the sale or the
1: Mastodon. No, the sale like the.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I I think I'm taking a wait and see approach. I don't care one way or the other. I'm unfortunately due to a series of circumstances kind of outside of my control at this point. I am probably pretty committed to Twitter for the Mm. foreseeable future, whether I like to be there or not. What if you just stopped? Well, I have obligations relating Mm, to my job that require time spent on Twitter. That's fair. Um, so, yeah. But uh, if you would like to participate in a in a Twitter like experience that is not federate that is federated and not tied to, uh, uh, you know, billionaires, uh, you can do you you potentially can do that. But by, by the time you hear this episode, we got to just flip the switch on and start giving people invites. Mm. Mm. So there you go, Mastodon, exciting. Yeah, it's like Twitter, but you know, I don't know. We control it. We run the servers. <laughs> Wait, but not really us. Like we're paying somebody to run the server so that it gets backed up and updated and all that stuff. So we're Jack now. No. Okay. No. I hold on. Hold on. I would rather be Jack than Elon Musk if if that's the question. The, the question is: Are you Jack? Are you Ev? Or are you Biz Stone? Oh, okay. I can't. I'm no,
1: Sorry. I'm not up on my <laughs> not up on my Twitter founder lore enough to answer that one.
0: I'm afraid to say. I don't think you want to be. Well, I, yeah, maybe you're the Ev. Okay, i anyway. sure. <laughs> we'll take it. I guess. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We will be back next week with another episode of the Tech Pod. And you should go listen to this week's episode of the Foss Pod, which is very good and is about open source software that you, you should be using. You can find mm-hmm. out about that at fosspod.content.town. See you all next week. Bye.